5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, everybody, it's a new week, new start, and uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl. They always say that the day after the Super Bowl should be declared a national holiday because most people don't want to get up in the morning and go to work after a day of celebration. Um, I mean, even if you're not a a football fan, you know, sometimes there's still parties to attend and and things that are happening, and yet you still are expected to perform the next day. So here we are. We're jumping into the scriptures. Um, We're going to perform today. (laughs) All right, so sometimes people think about the Old Testament being the place of law, and the New Testament is somehow the gospel, uh, you know, brought back in. Right, the the like the gospel wasn't present in the Old Testament, and it was just the a whole bunch of law, and that's where you're going to see where your sin is in the Old Testament, and then the grace is in the New. I mean, and if you have read the scriptures at all, like you know that that's that's false. That's not the way to be able to read the scriptures, and there wasn't like, and and this is what you know, dispensationalist theories would tell you is that they lived in the age of the law, and so they had to follow the law. But now we're in a different age. We're in an age of grace. God has given us grace. You're like, wait, like, so God changes the way that he does things for, I don't know, like, we're not going to even get into dispensationalism today, but Um, As you can see, I don't believe in the dispensations. I believe God is a God of grace. That is his character. And it's not that all of a sudden pops up over time. Like God's night, I'm a God of law here, but soon, one day, I'm going to be a God of grace. And then you're going to see it. No, that's... God, God's character does not change like that. And God is a God of grace. And we're going to see it today. So the um, prophet Micah, and Micah is, is, uh, has spent most of his book, I mean, you look at Micah, Micah's uh, pretty strongly condemnation, like the people have fallen away, they were unfaithful to God, the covenant that God has made, right? So they, they have been unfaithful, and Micah, the prophet's bringing in all kinds of law, except for this is where we're going to go to our, our scriptures for today, Micah chapter 7. And this is, um, we're going to do 18 and 19. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Now, we talked about that casting the um, the sin into the depths of the sea. I think it was last week on an episode, um, and we won't get there just yet. But I think what you're seeing here in Micah chapter 7 is that you're seeing the prophet come through after he has, I mean, he just the last chapter of Micah, he was spent, in a majority of it, just condemnation. But this is an interesting one that I found along the way. In verse 18, Micah starts off, 
you know, with uh, the uh, kind of a wordplay on his own name, because his Micah means who is like the Lord, who is like Yahweh, and and this is who is a God like you. So it's it's very much you know Micah's bringing in like his own namesake as a play on this. There is no other God, right? Who is like the Lord? Who is a God like you? And he's reminding them, right? As the as God is is giving the words to Micah, Micah's handing it over to the people, and he's saying, you know, his that the Lord shows to his people as he passes over transgression for the sake of his people. It's a blessing, right? When you consider that the whole indictment thing, the whole, you know, uh, last chapter especially, you know, he was pointing out of all of their unfaithfulness. And so that's when we get into the good news, right? There's good news from the prophet and good news from the Old Testament. And it's helpful to remind ourselves that Israel, and this is just funny because just yesterday in in confession in church, uh, this was the convention, like that we somehow separate ourselves from the unfaithful, stubborn people of Israel, and actually we're more probably closely aligned with them than we think we are. So we may not have set up like altars in our house for false gods or whatever, but we hold the false gods, right? Idols, you know, the, the, the human heart is like an idol factory. It just keeps putting them out. It's like, hey, I'm going to get rid of this one, and then guess what? I'm going to hold on to another one. And we may not look exactly the same, and yet we still have the same problems. So we remember who we are as a people, that we also have fallen away from what God really wanted for us. And the good news is, is that God's trying to be able to speak into that. God is pardoning, right? God is taking the sin, he's, he's pardoning iniquity or pardoning sin, pardon, and, and passing over transgressions. So it's a God who does not retain his anger forever. And this is, this is a, a wonderful characteristic highlight of God that he doesn't like sin. God doesn't like sin. You know, that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. If it is, you're probably reading wrong books. God doesn't like sin, and this is the reason why when you're looking at it. So his love for us is even greater Right, because he's saying, I want to pardon you. I want to give you forgiveness. I want to pass over your transgressions. Because God said, I don't want to be angry with you forever. And he wants to be able to show love to his people. This is the primary characteristic of God. And if we are not taking on that same characteristic, we are missing it completely. And this is where we have to be able to look at this other side. When God's character, when he's saying, you should be holy as I am holy, we're like, oh, that's impossible, right? And, and without God, it is true. But you see the part about us trying to actually work towards it, right? How do I do this in a way that, yes, I'm not God, but I can still understand that God's love for me should just radiate from me as well. So when you consider the beautiful qualities of God, you realize 
that these are the things that we should also be taking on. All of our sin has been taken away, and then it says at that point what I told you about, you know, before is it God, it says, cast them, right? Throws them into the depths of the sea. Now, the seas are just an amazing place because there are places in the sea that are still undiscovered. Places in the oceans, in the there's some lakes that, that are still undiscovered. Like we have not gone to the depths of the sea. And I think this is the picture. God is casting them to the place where no one can see them. It's dark and there will be nothing that comes to light there. God doesn't remember it anymore. God casts it away. And this is just the continuation of God's love for us. Through Christ, the Lord has cast our sin into the depths, never to return again. Spend some time today contemplating the character of God. Consider what it means that God is a God full of steadfast love, and that he's going to have compassion on us. And he's going, he wants to pardon our sin and pass over our transgressions. All right, everybody, we'll end there for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.